Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, evening, everybody. Welcome to the Rangers Rubble. Uh, my name is Brian. I'm joined by Scott Kerr and Scotty tonight. Uh, live match reaction to the Rangers 5 Dunfermline 0 match. Um, so, guys, 5 uh, 0. Pretty convincing. 4 0 at half time. Um, pretty much, I would say, Scotty, what we were looking for after what could only be described as a, a horrible week. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think simple as that. Right, as simple as that, because um, I've listened to a few people, a few different podcasts, and they've all put it pretty much the same way. Listen, we could win the next five games, but it's not going to take the bitter taste of Tuesday out of our mouths. But slowly but surely, with more importantly, um, the performance and the result, not just one or the other. Uh, I think we've got both, particularly in the first half, and. For me, as I was saying to you guys just just before there, I felt like there was a definite desire and intent to actually score, hurt, uh, a real positive, uh, positive start we made. And um, yeah, I I don't know. I I just felt like maybe it's like Roof and his in, his inclusion up top because he looked absolutely desperate to score, absolutely desperate. Um, and he didn't even really, really get a sniff, but he was still, you know, there's one point where he, he turned and shot, I'm rambling that, turned and shot at the edge of the box, and it's probably not the wisest decision, but it just felt like he was desperate to score, get on the score sheet, and it felt it almost rubbed off on everyone else. Yeah, Scotty, I think, I think from, uh, Scott Kerr, I think from the outset, obviously, three minutes into the game, we take the lead, and I think from then on, well, obviously there was only going to be one winner, but you know, early doors, you could see the intent was there, wasn't it? It was, and Scott is right. I mean, we came out of the traps. Well, he's just seen a different team performing tonight. I know you're, you're some some focus here, it's only done family, but you still have to beat what's in front of you. Mm-hmm. And I think for the front, from the Camara upwards, everybody looked on top for him. Lundstrom, that was his best performance, like I said before, it's only done family, but he was put in the work rate, he was making box-to-box runs, he was challenging, he was doing passes, even had a few shots, which I like to see. I know you want on target, some of them weren't hitting the target, but it's good to see a midfielder when the ball comes dropping to him. Just have a shot, because we don't do that that often anyway. But interchanging between right, Hadji, Roof, Aribo, sometimes was fantastic, and there's so much talent there, and even, it doesn't matter who you're playing against, they were struggling against the players on top for him, 
and then Abel's just a joy to watch. But I think tonight just shows you how much we need Glenn Kamara. Even though it's done Femmel, I know keep saying that, but the guy's quality, man. He's playing me like Stephen Craig and said, he's playing me slippers on. We need that boy, and I still say if he was the untruth tonight, that might have been a different result because Glenn Kamara is just quality. Yeah, I'm afraid standing up for yourself after races abuse obviously constitutes to a ban, but I mean, well, we're not the rule makers, unfortunately. But on, anyway, that's another story. On to tonight, and obviously, Bassi, I mean, goodness knows what's happened to him in the last few months, but I mean, Scott, I mean, what a difference in him. I obviously, I mean, bearing in mind, it feels like almost could be close to a year since what happened at St. Mary. I mean, he's kind of bombed out since then. And it's clearly gone away and worked at his game. I, you know, I watched him against Livingston. and I don't think he had the best game in terms of output final ball. Um, but he's clearly worked at it because he's clearly trying to work on his technique and he's putting everything in whip. He's not just floating the ball in. He's, yeah. he's, he's working on it. And I think we actually saw the, the product of that today because that cross for Hadji's goal was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It was whip, it moved, it was bang on Hadji's head. There's no defending that cross. So he's clearly worked on his game. I, I don't think there's been any doubting his ability because he wouldn't be at Rangers if he wasn't a, a quality player. Um, I think, obviously, he is inconsistent, but that comes the consistency comes with age. But the performance today, regardless, and you can say this about a few few players, the performance today, irrespective of opposition, you could increase the levels of opposition, but the opposition would always still struggle. I just think there's quite a few players that are right on top of their game. And gives gives, uh, Gerard and Barisic something to think about. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, Scott Kerr, I mean, I'm seeing a lot of messages on social media now saying that Perhaps Barisic is now his number one position's under threat. I mean, would you go along with that, or are you still in the Barisic camp, or you know where are you? Barisic has proven last season he was very consistent and he performed to a high level and he went to Euros and stuff. Barisic's come on a game in the pre-season, like I was the same as Scott against Livingston, he was decent, but his final ball and delivery times was poor, but. Mm. He has been working on it and his desires them have been in question with Bassey because mm. he's a big boy, he's solid. He gets up and down the park, no bother, but it's always been he's just lacking a bit at the end. But if he keeps getting games and works on that, that'll come. But it does give Gerard a thing to think about because I don't think Bonner's come back 100% fit. And so I don't know if he's going to be up to speed when we can make out. So Bassey's... I guess substitute at the moment, but substitute doesn't mean he doesn't take that jersey full time if he keeps his performances up. Well, this is it. I mean, gone you know, gone are the days where you know you had one person for one position and they played every week and that was it. You know, I think it's it's very much a squad game now. And yeah, nobody's positions nailed down as such, apart from maybe Goldson, but well, that's another argument. But um, Scotty, going on to the first goal, I mean, Bassi gets himself into position and he, you know, he squares it across. And Lundstrom, to be fair to him, takes it well, doesn't he? Yeah, it does. Uh, and it was he, he put the ball into a real dangerous area. Hmm. I think I I need to look look back at the goal again, see whether it was him putting the ball into a dangerous area or picking out Lundstrom. I mean, there's a big difference there. And just touching on Barisic, I mean, 
Bassi, let's be honest, Bassi's got a long, long way to go before he can actually displace Barisic because Barisic just consistently is absolutely quality. Mm-hmm. But performances today don't don't do much harm. But it was really, really good uh, to see Lundstrom fire that one in to the uh, roof of the net or in off the crossbar. Good to see him get a goal. And it definitely almost, hopefully it's the start of something. Because, you, you know, it's the old cliche, just needs a goal to get themselves going. And typically you say that about strikers. But it, it may, it just seems like a bit of encouragement for him to, we need to see him add numbers. We need to see him do something. have an output. Uh, and to, to get that goal in the first couple of minutes, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, Scott, I mean, I think Gerard said in midweek that we just need a performance and that'll get us going. Do you believe that's hopefully now the performance that'll kick us on for the rest of the season? Hopefully it does. I think we need a couple of performances in a row. We need a couple of wins, a couple mm. of good performances, a couple of clean sheets to get everybody going. But I think we've come back this season. I'm not saying we're not being prepared because obviously we have with the management and the staff we've got. But I just think with the Euros, we obviously the pandemic and just with different me things like contract stuff and We've, we've, been, fra- we've been fragmented, like haven't we? Whereas last couple of seasons, we've had a bit more time to step in up to games in the SPL, especially because we've had a good few games in Europa League. Yeah. But this season, we can straight into Champions League. I'm not saying being cold, but we weren't as sharp oh, as we have been the last yeah. few seasons. <laughs> we're cold. <laughs> <laughs> I, think that, I think that's fair to say. And actually, you made a really good point about Barisic. He does look injured. And he was injured with the Croatia, and you can't think. There's, like, some, there's something not right with him, is there? Sometimes, you know, he's he was injured. He wasn't fit enough to play for Croatia. Yeah, no, he got 10 minutes against Scotland, but I think they were taking the piss. Um, <laughs> no, no. And, <laughs> I don't know, it's just my opinion. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it was only, what, two weeks, three weeks after that, he's been thrown into the thrown into the first team. Um, yeah. So he, hasn't had, he probably hasn't had a chance to let his body heal, repair, and then get going again, and it's actually really showing. And he's okay. Don't really want to talk about Barisic too much, but he's been very, very tentative, and he isn't physical in the way he plays. So obviously, there's, there must be something holding him back. So thankfully, Barisic has put in that performance, and hopefully that that allows trust to continue. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I suppose moving on to the second goal, we see Haji picking up the ball in the middle of the field, uh, feeding Scott right, and makes a smart turn inside and finishes Scott Kerr, doesn't he? Great finish. Yeah, Scott Wright's been one of the ones since the start of the season that's actually looked quite consistent. He's quite ready for the challenge this season. And you can see the boys get talent. He turned back and finished. He put it, he put it in the cross. The goalkeeper, goalkeeper thought he was going to the other side and he ducked it back in the inside. But he has good talent and he likes to attack and he likes to play forward. He's a fair player, Scott Wright, and he gets people people's bums off their seats when he's running full force. So he's one of these guys, so I said earlier, when he's playing against where he's playing with Kamara, with... Even Kent, but he's only been fun. But the, the, the boys he put up the top of the night, he enjoys that, enjoys moving across the front line, he enjoys coming deep, he enjoys getting out wide. He's just a really good player, Scott Wright, and hopefully he can keep fit this season and turn into a really good performer for us. Yeah, I mean, Scotty, it, when he turned in, I thought, I just thought to myself, he's going, he's going to his far right, he's just going to stroke it in the corner. But he actually went near post, which I was quite amazed at. Oh, it was a it was a clever finish. Definitely, mm. uh, definitely intended to do that. He opened his body up and he he just 
took his foot round it and, and whipped yeah. it in the near post. When I was playing football, you know, as a striker, that was one of my favourite finishes. <laughs> Send the keeper the wrong way, and you know, the, the keeper's already going; he hasn't got a chance. Um, but but prior to that, I think he actually did really really well to fashion that shooting chance because. Haji's pass, it was a very, very good pass, mm-hmm. but he still had a hell of a lot of work to do to, I mean, if Haji's pass, I think just by the shape of the ball and probably a yard short, particularly for Scott Rice, right, because he's got the pace, but to, to cut inside and send, almost send the defender for a hot dog, I mean, it was, <laughs> yeah, did, did very well, very impressive finish. Yeah, but it was just, it's just nice to see a guy like Scott Wright take his chance when he, when he gets a shot, Scott, isn't it? Yeah, he, he seems to have. I don't know if he's taken off tonight just to save him for the next few games or just to give a larger chance. But he's like, he's been a, uh, he's been the consistent since the season started. He might be one of the only few that has been, but he, he gives a hundred percent. That's why you're looking for somebody. I mean, I know we've not played well the last few games and we've all more and grown. But see if he gives a hundred percent, you think well, we win the game to end. But the last few games we haven't been. But Scott is one of these guys who has so. I've no complaints with them at all. No, that's very true. And we'll we'll move on to the third goal. Um, as you were saying earlier, Scotty, um, Bassey comes and whips in a beautiful ball and pretty much Hadji just has to stand there and nod it in. I just had to stand there and let it hit his head. <laughs> just, it was that good a ball. Yeah, uh, yeah and, and you know, two assists for Bassey. So did he get any more? I can't remember my memory is absolutely terrible, but yeah, absolutely fantastic uh, cross and goal. And he's um, as we said, we talked about more night. Does he get man of the match? We talked a lot about him already. Mm, I can't remember. I think it's Kamara, I mean, it's Kamara, I think. Yeah, I mean, here's a comment from oh, Jamie Duff from... Patterson, Bassi, Kamara, Aribo, Haji, right roof, all getting big hand claps. I mean, there was a, a lot of guys came out of that with big plaudits, wasn't there, Scott Kerr? There was, I know, I mean, I see a lot of comments here saying it's only done fair on it's sad. I've said that myself, but after the last few games, that was a big test for some of the players tonight because if they're through, even through that or even lost it, God forbid, the pressure would have been on like nothing else is probably, they probably were in the last few seasons, so they had to get out there and put a performance in because one and one, the other two and always good enough, so they've scored five, it could have been more, but it was the way we played I enjoyed, it wasn't so much the goals, it was just the way we played football tonight. I enjoyed that, like Scottish Adela, the intent was there, they done really well and it was just a joy to watch them, they were putting my smile on their face, which they've not done the last few games. No, and uh, there's two or three comments I'm going to come on to, but uh, there's uh, obviously the third and fourth, the fourth and fifth goals we're going to move on to, I mean, that was a smart finish from uh, Roof, wasn't it, Scott? Scotty? <laughs> yeah, uh, two feet, uh, was it left foot, right foot, completely right foot. off balance. Right foot, yeah. yeah. No, 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 you went left foot, right foot. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. Finish with yeah. the right, yeah. Yeah, uh, and he was completely off balance and he got all the... All right, he, he's he's a, a very, very good... Well, he's class. He's yeah. a central striker and he's he's hungry for goals, looks for goals, and he finds way to finds ways to score. And he does score some absolutely spectacular goals. Um, there aren't many strikers in Scotland or at the club that can finish like that either. And I'd probably include Morales in that. His feet were very, very quick. And as I said, he was... He was completely off balance to, and yeah. to generate that power and that accuracy. So, um, yeah, desperately need to get him firing uh, and, and up to speed as quick as we can. And it looks like he's not too far away. I'd, I'd probably stick some a couple of quid in him being the top scorer in Scotland this season. Yeah, yeah. He seems to seems to be the more he's muddled up, the 
the, the better he is. You know, there's times you think, oh, he's, the chance is gone. He just goes dink, dink, dink. And he just, as you say, rifles it in the roof of the net. It's pretty amazing sometimes. Yeah, I mean, he can score with both feet and he can do with his head. And he's one of these strikers who likes to play across the box and outside the box, but he's not a penalty box striker, if you know what I mean. He doesn't hang about a six yard area waiting for tappings. So he's one of these guys you can play across the front three and he's comfortable either side. And I like Ruth after so I know he's been injured a few times and he gets a back criticism for some of the Rangers fans, but. He can he can finish right off foot like Scotty said, he scores with his head. So yeah. he's one of these guys you want your team because he chases things down, he does things really unexpected that maybe nobody else in our front line can do. So I wouldn't put it past him in top goal score, especially for us. I, I think I think I definitely think his better best position is centrally with the three as well. Yes. I agree yeah. with you. And I think yeah. and I think we'll get the best out of him. Particularly and I really like my strikers that okay, you've got the penalty box and just work in the width of the penalty box. Don't stray too far. Don't run into the channels because then you end up getting pulled out of position. You can't get back into the position. But also, Roos' movement towards the edge of the box drags defenders in and about. And see, when you've got guys like Aribo and Haji and even with the pace to get in behind, perhaps we'll see it with Sakala, but more importantly, Scott Wright, it creates a lot of havoc. Um, so we just need a bit of clever inter- interplay and we'll create a lot of chances, especially when they start working in tandem. Um, and, you know, if if Ruth keeps getting the nod and keeps scoring, it'll be interesting to see where or how Morelos fits in, whether we work with, instead of having the three up top, we end up with two up top with Ruth, Ruth and Morelos and say someone like Kent in, in behind. I mean, hopefully it's the start of some selection headaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll we'll go on to the fifth goal. I mean, penalty. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So end of that. Now, this is a comment from Curry Muncher, and we were speaking about this just pre-show. Uh, you know, what does this say about in his situation? Does you know where where does he go from here? Um, didn't play midweek. Didn't play tonight. Scotty, what what's what's what do you think is going to happen here? Well, interestingly, I don't think he's alone in the debate. I There's something amiss with Philip Hellander. He didn't get a look in today, find that very strange. He didn't get a look in on Tuesday, yeah. find that very strange. Um, but focusing on uh, Cedric, yeah, he had a good pre-season. He was mentioned. Three in and terms four, of, wasn't it? Three and four, yeah, midweek? He, he was... It was mentioned in um, what didn't didn't start against Livingston. It was said yeah. unlucky to start. Played against Malmo. Um, did all right solo. I think I might have been a bit critical of him at, at some point, saying his end product wasn't really there. We haven't really seen him since. Um, yes, we are. I wouldn't say actively looking to sell players or move players on, but we certainly are like probably any club and listening to bids or offers, whether it's not really happened from Cedric's point of view and he's saying, well, I'm not getting the game time I want or thought I would be getting or anything and perhaps he's initiated something going, right, okay, I need to get somewhere where I'm going to play. I don't know, but I I definitely feel like there's something behind the scenes and me personally and my thoughts on it, I'm a little bit disappointed because I think he's got a lot to offer. Mm -hmm. I think he needs some positional coaching and Again, you know, like I said, like strikers, I think should stay within the width of the penalty box. But we always see Cedric Gitton 
coming out wide and playing into the channels. Well, he's a, he's a six foot six foot two unit of a lad that we know is 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 very useful with his head and his timing, and he can score with his feet. He's got half decent feet. What I don't want to see him is him trying to dribble past players because that's it's not his skill, and I don't understand. I can see why it isn't working for him, but I don't understand why we're still persisting and playing him that way or, or not getting the instructions and say, right, keep it simple. And it's, it's never going to work if we keep essentially repeat, repeating the same same strategy over and over again. That's not working. That's that's stupid. That's stupidity. Um, well, but I really like him, so... Well, the same, doing, doing the same thing over and over and not getting a that's, different is the definition of insanity, isn't it? That's, what, that's where I was going. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, Scott, okay, I mean, do you see any... Where, where do you see it going from here? I'm not going to where go, but I do see movement for us first-team squad or people hanging about outside their first-team squad. I, had, I think one or two will leave before the end of this window, and I think... Mm. Maybe one or two comes in. We can't keep everybody. We have to move players out, Brian. It's mm-hmm. just the nature of the game. And I think when you're not getting minutes or maybe, like Scotty said, that thing's not happy, not getting game time, or maybe the manager just thinks he's not going to fit into the system now or he's not as good as he thought or he's not progressing as he thought. We just never know. But I think yeah. one or two will be moved out. And I think he would rather be players like Atan or Hellander or whoever. They'd rather have maybe people like Kamara or Golson. But I think... We're still talking about players. I think Golson's contract has to be done and dusty before the end of the window because I think that's putting heavy on his mind. It's putting heavy on the fans' mind, and I know it shouldn't, but these things can make you jittery. And Golson looked great last season, but his first season was a bit ropey. He was able mm-hmm. for a mistake now and again, and he started that's keeping his game at times. But now, like Connor Golson, I think on days we were best defender, yeah. but I'd rather they signed a deal. To be honest with you, if he went next season, he goes next season. But if he signed the deal, protects us and it gives us a bit more income coming back in. But I can see it from his point of view. He's a footballer, it's his, his job and he wants to look after himself and his family. So getting a, a free hit to go somewhere and getting a big sign on fee, that's what some players want to do as well. Yeah, that's very true. And I think Tabs Tabs sums up everybody's thoughts. That doesn't still make up for the abject failure for midweek, does it, Scotty? No, I said that at the start. I yeah. Said that. I said that the um, it's going to take a take a bit of time for those wounds to heal. Yeah. Uh, and do you know there's there's a lot of arguments in like the range of support, and you read it a lot saying right, okay, well this team of one fifty five have got a lot of goodwill, but look, for me the goodwill was done when that season finished. Yeah. yeah. That season, it run a new season. The accolades come when you finish your career. That's when you'll get the adulation. Mm-hmm. And if you think back to the, and we've had heroes throughout history, and you can ruin your legacy mm-hmm. by yeah. for whatever reason. I mean, if you look at the guys uh, who won the championship, they're thought of very highly. But yeah. then the players that stayed too long after that kind of ruin their legacy. Yeah. yeah. So... That the, the players need to realise the goodwill stops there and yeah. we need to push on. So, yes, Malmo hurts and yes, time is a great healer, but that, yeah, that's going to be a real sore one for a long yeah. period of time. I think CGM is another good one here. Uh, Bassi was a machine up and down, down the power and the quality of delivery. Aribo was the same. Uh, when we don't have to worry about defending, we can ruin teams. Would you go along with Scotty? Yeah. 
Yeah, I've gone on that. And I, and, and, uh, and I said that he's got, um, it, I don't think it really mattered. We could have played up a couple of levels of opposition and they would have struggled. Um, defensively, yes, I think that's the difference between the likes of Patterson and Tavernier and Bassey and Barisic. I think obviously the senior pros are better and more established and more rounded. I think that I just think that's through experience and physicality, but that will come. That will come with these boys. Um, there's no rush for them to oust anyone in the team, let them prove it organically. That's where we are. Yeah. I think, Scott, Kerr, here's a good one from Sophie. She says, loved the game tonight and Bassi was fully deserved a man of the match, but could have been anyone. Uh, if you had to choose a man of the match, who would, have, who would you have picked? I said it at the start, Glenn Kamara. I just thought Kamara. I mean, it does is simple, but it's needed, and he's just so much, so so good a team player. He supports everybody. He's always there. He's defensive. He's attacking. And he just keeps the ball moving. And he, he's the type of player you need in your teammate. He's the type of guy that his teammates will probably appreciate once. I'm not saying the fans don't, but he's a, the teammates will appreciate more than the fans do. And again, Scott Carroll, I'll put this one to you as well. This will do the, the confidence tenfold. Just need a performance and a game like that. Who cares who it's against? It breeds confidence and it breeds winning. It'll breed confidence in winning, but we need another couple of victories on top of this. Just take, we'll never forget what's happened, but the Rangers, and we've had ups and downs in the past 150 years, so we're always going to get them no matter who's playing or how what season it is, so it's just a case of moving on for uh, game I know it was a sore one and I was actually in a bad mood during the week and it was my wife's 50th and I'm still in a bad mood because <laughs> Rangers get beat <laughs> but it's, that's, that's the way things are uh, but you have to move on now I mean it's end of the day we've got another game coming up next week we get, if we get through that and we win a couple of games in the league hopefully we get back to playing and maybe no we can but I was saying to my son the night I I don't know if this Rangers team have we have we made them too good from last season or have we expected far too much in for this season? It's one of the ones where it's like they're, they're, they're a really good side, but I'll be expecting sometimes too much from the players instead of giving them a bit of credit for what they've done last season. But I just want to, I just don't know. We were talking about that night when watching the game and I'm saying maybe we thought they were too good. To realize, but I'm not sure. But I know Scotty wants to jump in. Scotty, so you're just dying to jump in. So in. You go. Go, Scotty. Uh, no, I, 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 this, I, I said, I said this all throughout last season. This is like one of my favourite Rangers teams ever. Um, and yes, okay, yeah, I've had. I, I just mentioned the goodwill there, but that doesn't mean the quality is gone. Um, yes, I think when you look at it, and you've really got to look at it objectively, and sometimes it's hard. You've got to take the emotion out of it. But if you look at the pre-season, the pre-season that we've had in comparison to other pre-seasons, this one was actually quite a big and not so intensive pre-season. We were playing like glamour friendlies, Brighton, Arsenal, Real Madrid. And instead of focusing on the football, we were focusing on the, the prestige, getting the fans in. And I think we've completely taken our afterball, rightly or wrongly. Um, that's led to really, really slow starts coupled with bit of COVID problems, injuries, international duty, late arrivals. You put it all together and you expect a squad then to just start working in tandem straight away, mainly because we're used to when competitive yeah. games come around. But yeah. if you think in the previous seasons, the quality of those competitive games was very low. We've just jumped in quite high. So 
yes, I think we're right to have this expectation. But you really, when you look at it objectively, take the emotion out, you can't really be surprised that what has happened happened. And believe me, I've just been a bit like sick in sick in my mouth just saying that. Yeah, it's, just, yeah. it's not it's it's not the way that I've been brought up to to think or the way to react. But you know, I said this before, give us five games, give us four or five games, competitive games where we could get these players going, get them motoring, and we will return to where we were last season. Yeah. The shape the, the, the shape and the dynamic and how we move, particularly off the ball, it's ingrained into the players. And you can see it working. You just see a yard short. You, you just, we're just a half yard, yard away. But it's games like today where the players bust the gut, the likes of uh, Kimar Roof, Scott Wright, Ianis Hadji, Bassi, like busting a gut throughout the pitch emptying the tank against them firmly yeah. in the first half this is where they get their legs back and this is where they get the sharpness so just yeah. you just got to give it a few games i understand that and i said that earlier about the playing the, the european qualifiers a lot sooner than we, we played this pre-season i was just i was just when we were in a pub that night we were just all talking about it and i thought maybe not just my, not myself really but i thought maybe a lot of people expecting yeah. far too much for this ranger side maybe are not as good as a lot of people expecting to be or maybe thought the Champions League's we were going to get to group stages quite easily when it was always going to be a tough ask. Right, there's a few comments to get through, so I'll, I'll try and get through as many as I can. Uh, this one from Covey, he says, Bassi was class tonight. Haji and Aribo are our most technical players. The team just ticks when they play. Lundstrom looked more like the player we expect tonight, Scott. Would you agree? Sorry, 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 two Scots. Sorry, sorry. Oh, too many. Scotty, then on you go. Wait, you you talking to him? No, I'm talking to you. Uh, yeah, I mean they're two two of my favourite players. So, uh, Haji. Yeah, I just think Haji's wonderful. He's he's my boy. He's he's got so much so much talent. If he had that yard of extra yard of pace. Oh, he'd be the way he would be a ranger. He would be a ranger. So, I was going to oh, say exactly, that. exactly. <laughs> but his quality, like in terms of his technical ability, thought process, and everything, and then you've got Aribo, who's who's got the footwork, the fancy footwork, and the the burst of pace, and the extra long bandy legs. Bloody hell, they come out of nowhere, don't they? He's like yeah. a giant spider. Um, yeah, same as Kamara in midfield. And look, come on, I mean. You take Haji, Aribo, Kamara out of the, the spine of this Rangers team. Not only have you lost the guy that can that breaks up play out of nowhere, he's really combative, and that's Kamara. But you've you've lost two of our most creative threats. And I know Aribo and the Haji played bit parts, but they're miles off the pace. They're, they're barely played. And you take them out of the team and you've we've pretty much stifled ourselves. We're just one dimensional, we're just a one dimensional workhorse. And that isn't what we built our, our success on last season. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's great to see them back and great to see them working working together again. And I'll throw this one to you, Scott Kerr. Roof on penalties from now on? I just think Kerr feels the most confident. Oh. Team. Roof, scored, Roof scored his penalty tonight, so if he get a penalty again and he steps up to take it, I'll be confident. But probably I'll have to the manager or the captain, whoever. But I wouldn't I mind if he stayed on them. No miss penalties, Brian. Some more than others, but you look quite confident in it tonight. Well, I've always been in the camp that if your number nine's a striker, surely he should be taking the penalty, Scotty, no? Aye, yeah. 
I mean, that's I'm been my motto. <laughs> well, McCoy's took them, and you know, over the years you've seen Sheeter taking them Numbers. for Blackburn, and you know, they see it as an easy, an easy goal, surely. Exactly. And, and like, like Keith, well, I'm, I'm going to carry on talking. You can't okay. just like take the mic off me. Okay, fire away. <laughs> fire away. Who, who, who do you think you are? <laughs> uh, no, I was just, I was just going to say that you know. Kimar Roof absolutely desperate to score goals. I do yeah. let him have the ball, let him score the goals. He's more like to score. He's, 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 yeah, he's just absolutely desperate, and that's what he does day in day out. Over to you, Kerr. Uh, to be honest, we actually think he's confident. Takes penalties. I know the foremost one in pre-season, but everybody matches penalties. The goalkeeper's the only person that's not under pressure during a penalty because not really expected to save the ball for that yard, eight, twelve yards. But a lot of penalty takers in the past have been fullbacks for some reason. Left or right footed, so yeah. but uh, whoever's confident enough to take it and who's on a winning, who's on a hot streak, just let them take it. Yeah, and another one from Cubby Cubster who says, So, have some of the so called first team players have they lost their place in the team, Scotty? No, nah. no, nope. have they still got a bit of a uh, credit in the tank? Have they? No, I just don't think the, the replacements or the youngsters are good enough yet. Just it's just not. It's, 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 they're getting there, and there's no harm in saying that. And until the first team is, I suppose, up to speed, they'll be challenging and deserving of a place. If Bassi retains his place, then he's deserving of it. But that's only because Barisic isn't up to speed. As soon as Barisic is flying, you're talking about Croatia's left back, for God's yeah, sake. I mean, yeah. come on, let's be real. Uh, and same goes for Patterson on the other side. I mean, Tav. I think Tav will be fine, to be honest. There you go. But, there's, um, there's, there's the question you were just answering there. He says, who would you like to see in defence between Patterson and Tavernier? I thought Patterson Tav. was from normal tonight. Yeah, I would always, always, I would always go with Tav. I like Nathan Patterson, yeah. I have to say, but mm. Tav's a captain. He's been, he's been probably the most consistent player for the last couple of seasons. Nathan's an up-and-coming player. He's still got about a lot to do to get to that level, but I think he's long-term. He's going to be a Rangers fullback, maybe a captain, but at the moment, you go with Tav. I just think that the last season's team have still got, you would like to think, excess amount of credit in the tank to have a, a wobble or two here or there. It's not just a case of, well, lost two or three games like we have and then that's them gone, write them off, you know, all their rubbish, sell them or, you know. I just think there's a bit more, these guys have they've done enough to warrant a bit of credit, haven't they, Scotty? Hi, and there's an obsession for change. We always want to change something. It's like, oh, we've got to get. I mean, I remember the argument ages ago. Someone turned around and said Lee Hodgson was better than Tav, and it's like, oh, come on. And it's like, oh, we need to change. Hindsight's a great thing, though, isn't it? Oh my dear, my days. <laughs> um, yeah, and there's a, there's an obsession that we need to change and shoehorn people in. And listen, like Tav. Tavernier is an absolutely wonderful footballer in his own right. It's absolutely fantastic that we've got Patterson that's like shoving a poker up his ass, like keeping him going. And it's same on same on the left hand side as well. But we're in absolutely no rush to have a changing of the guard because no. it will take Patterson a couple of years to really excel past Tav to the point that we'll notice anyway. I mean, don't get me wrong, I was sat in the East enclosure on Tuesday and Tav's crosses at times were driving me nuts. And it was like right in front of me, mm. but I'm walking out the ground. And I'm thinking, 
what's wrong with his crossing? What's wrong with his crossing? Completely forgetting that he put in three absolute peaches. Yeah. One of which was bang on Goldson's forehead and he should have scored. Yeah. But and nobody remembers the good have... ones, do they? No, exactly not. And I'm gu completely guilty of it. I mean, yeah. then a couple of hours or a day later and take the emotion out of it and I'm able to talk like a bit of a knobhead. But, yeah. No, Here's one talking. for you. Here's one, Scotty Kerr. Do you feel this came too soon for us? Do you think we're, do you think we're Europa League level just now, not Champions League? They probably are, Brian. Just for the fact that the the, the preseason went on about and mm. just the, the I don't think the preseason was great like it has been the last few seasons. Just because we didn't start that early due to the Euros and uh, a few issues getting players in. I don't. To be honest with you, I've been saying all season. I still think we're short squad wise. I know some people don't think that, but I still think we're short a couple of pieces. I'm not going to say what pieces, but I still think we're short, especially in the centre. We've got Kamara, but I don't know if Stephen Davis can play week in, week out anymore. And I feel the struggle. I'm struggling with Scotty. I feel the moment. I don't know if he's 100% match fit or he's just getting on a bit. I just think Kamara needs somebody else with him. I don't think I prefer a rebo further forward. Lundstrom, I'm happy with Lundstrom. I know he's nice out quite quickly for him, but. We come at a different league. People think, yeah, he plays, he's putting the Premier League in England, he's referring to Scottish football, but Scottish football is totally different. You mm -hmm. get less time in the ball because you're playing against the inferior opposition. And that doesn't mean it's easier. I <laughs> can sometimes mean it's harder because you're not playing Smaller against and... you're not playing against technically good players. You're playing against guys who just want to kick you and rush you. And... <laughs> so you have to adapt your game. And we've all seen how long it took Mark Cately to set on the Rangers, and he's a world class centre forward. So yeah. things just don't change dramatically. So you need to give the guy. A wee while to set one to a Rangers team, especially coming from the English Premiership and Sheffield United. It's a totally different level of football. Can yeah, I ask a I, question though? Mm -hmm. What what do you what do you come? What do you guys see as like Europa League level, Champions League level? Because I'm not being funny, but I I was I, I think we're Champions League level, but don't get me wrong, I'm under no illusions that we're gonna go take Bayern Munich, Juventus, Real Madrid, Barcelona on toe for toe and get to the latter stages of the Champions League. Are we good enough to play and hold our own in the, the league format level? Absolutely, why not? And I'd be absolutely delighted to finish third. For me, that's Champions League level. And I think we're that that's where we absolutely should be. Um, doesn't mean we won't get scudded 7-0 by Barcelona. Yeah. I just I, think I think European games will come up short just for the fact we've not got enough quality in the middle of the part. That's what lets me down. I know somebody's mentioned a comment where I didn't want to see where we're short. I think we're short in the middle of the park. I think we've not got enough quality in the centre of the park. But part of Glenn Kamara, I think we're short. I think against the Malmo, we, we were getting bossed in the centre of the park by their movement, their discipline, their pressing. And I know we were missing Glenn Kamara, but the rest of the midfield were up to the task. And I think that's where Malmo beat us. Even when they down to 10 men, they were still bossing us, they were still pressing us, they still pushing us. And we struggled with... We, stuck, we struggled to change it, even though we had an extra man in the park. We struggled because you said earlier, Scotty, we went one-dimensional. We didn't really have a lot of different op uh, options to do. So I still feel we're short in the centre of the park. We're more quality in there. I do think in this, in the, res the respect of uh, Europa League or Champions League, um, I think Leverkusen beating us was maybe a, a bit of a marker to say, well, even Leverkusen aren't good enough to get in the Champions League and they've, you know, I wouldn't say they scudded us, but you know they gave us a bit of a, oh, a football that, lesson. You know that, that's that, that's different because of the qualification for the Champions yeah, League. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So if, for example, yes, okay, you'd expect 
Bundesliga's teams to perhaps mm. dominate us on the ball and beat us. I'm yeah. not saying that. I'm not saying that a champ. When you see, look at look at the teams okay. that play in the Champions League. We can go toe to toe with, let's say, the bottom half, right? We I, can go toe to toe with out with the top five big leagues. Well, uh, bar, barring a couple, but yeah. I'm I'm firmly of the 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 opinion that the likes of Benfica and FC Porto are yeah. Champions League teams. So if we can top groups or finish groups in the Europa League with those, and quite comfortably last season we qualified mm-hmm. from that Europa yeah. League group. Yeah. Some of those teams do play in the Champions League. And if you get a group that, say, has Lech Bosnan in and Benfica in, that champ, that group could have easily been a Champions League group and we could have found ourselves in it. And we could have qualified from that group. And don't get me wrong, if we did that, we probably would have got scudded in the next round. But it's also an element of a luck of the draw. But if we got there, there is, I mean, there is no reason to say, and I don't know why we're always so negative or down on ourselves, just because we got beat and there's extenuating circumstances and I don't want to make excuses, but we would have every right to be there. Mm-hmm. Every right. And these players deserve to be there. You can't tell me Glenn Kamara, uh, Morelos, Ryan Kent don't deserve to be playing in the Champions League, Barisic yeah. or Tav. But sometimes it just doesn't work in your favour. Yeah. And that doesn't yeah. mean it's like, oh, chuck everything in the bin, we're actually crap. No, we, we've, we've had a setback. Come on. I think this sums it up, though. Uh, for Marlon, need to sharpen up and get fast touch and pass the game like we did last year. But I think that's all contributing, uh, Scott Kerr, to the, the pre-season and the dysfunctional way that everybody was either away at Euro, Euros or you know South America or injury, suspensions. I think we've, I think this pre-season we've probably had more to deal with than we've probably ever had over the last few seasons, haven't we? Yeah, like I said, this last few seasons at a time we've maybe been two or three games into Europa League qualifying, so that's gave us more time to sharpen up as well for the start of the league season, whereas this season like Scotty said, we were playing but, uh, Real Madrid for a 150 years uh, celebration, played Brighton on the Saturday Madrid on the Sunday, so they were the games that was you probably had a better game against Tramia, <laughs> do you know what I mean, because it was more uh, they were wanting to beat you more, so even against Party Thistle, but we were lacking a bit of match sharpness. So I agree with that. And we have been unfortunate, but I still feel we are short at times. But I think, like I said earlier, to bring more players in, I think players will have to move out, but I still feel we're short. And Carrie Muncher coming in with a comment. He says, no one deserves to play in the Champions League. You have to earn it. And that's 100% true. And I'm afraid we had the chance to earn it on Tuesday night, Scotty. And we didn't, did we? Oh, no, we didn't. Um, do, do you know what? Yeah, I, I, I don't want to make excuses, but um, there is a distinct lack of quality, whether that quality is through lack of fitness, sharpness, preparation, maybe a you combination of them all. You but you can't, as I said, you cannot look at that team last season and what they did in Europe and then say, right, okay, well, that's the same Rangers team that played against Malmo the same way no we were just we were just miles off it these players don't get bad overnight crumble under pressure yeah when you're on that pitch you're so tunnel focused very rarely do you notice the crowd so come on people need to be stop being so negative and wanting to blame there's always a blame culture or xyz crap we're crap no come on (laughs) 
And one of the last comments I'll make tonight uh, from Alan says, why don't we shoot more from outside the box or the edge of the box? We know teams race back and put seven, eight men behind the box to shut us out. I mean, this is one that's been a bugbear to me for a long time. We just seem to try and play this perfect pass, this perfect move to tap in. And there's times that we could amply just shoot and try and score from outside the box. Scotty, care. We, we can, but I think also depends who's playing it, who's playing at that position. And apparently, yeah. you've got Davis here. I know he's got against Malmo, yeah, but he's not one for shooting. Kamara's not one for shooting. Do you know what I mean? Whereas Lundstrom showed tonight, I don't say what I said earlier, as long as he's not feeling, but he was trying to shoot, even though they weren't really hitting the target, but he was still trying a shot. So it depends. I mean, I remember years back going back to Rangers, but Ian Ferguson always tries to try to shoot. Edge of box, you know what I mean? But other players didn't want to shoot. It's just depending on the player himself. If a player wants to have a dig, they have a dig. But you know yourself, if you have a couple of digs and it goes over the bar, the crowd end up growing your back as well. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's one of the things. It's But I do agree, we should try more shots outside the box. Every so often, make it. sometimes it bounces right for you. You just think, put your foot through it. But yeah. maybe that's just the way we play. We like to keep possession. We like to we score a, a goal, like passing it around and get, because that's the players we've got. So Davis keeps possession, Kamara keeps possession. Maybe Lundstrom will be different. He just says, sort it. I'm just going to bang, bang it for here. So hopefully he contributes this season. Maybe a few goals outside if, the box. If, yeah. if there's any any statisticians, I'd be very interested to know how many block shots that we have from outside the box. Because I reckon we would get into double figures. Yeah. Right, per game. I, I've, yeah. I've yeah. been looking at this and I, I completely agree with you. I think our timing is terrible. We wait. Basically, what happens is when, we, when you're faced with like nine, eight or nine guys, in front of you, they all pack in that yeah. eighteen-yard box. There is not a gap for you to like quickly maneuver and shoot no. because we wait so long. We play in front of them, but we do play the ball into that area and try the try the quick shot, and it does get blocked a hell of a lot, hell of a lot of time. Yeah. So I'll be really interested to know the, the the stats. But yeah, that that's pretty much a testament of letting the team get back and then trying to for trying to force something. Rather than playing quickly, playing de- decisively, and then still shooting from the edge of the box. Yeah, yeah. Like you say, Scotty Kane had a few shots against Malmo in both games, blocked or they went off the market. But he was the one that was was trying to shoot outside the box. Granted, they didn't really hit the target, but he was he always liked to shot every so often. Anyway, Ryan Kent, but there's a few right, others you then, think just put your foot through it. But they were, Malmo were blocking quite well. I have to say, especially in the first yeah. game. But then see see Ibrox on Tuesday as well. Then you did have the likes of Kent shooting from like. 30 yards. Hadji was shooting from 30 yards as well. And it was met with groans. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I said, oh, guys. You can't, like, want, you can't please up. You can't please everybody. <laughs> Somebody's saying shoot, somebody's saying don't. <laughs> shoot, but you can only shoot from 30 yards if you score. <laughs> uh, by the way, folks, uh, give us a like and subscribe on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, I believe, and if you want to join us, we're on Patreon as well, so that's the other line to go. Uh, Last uh, comment of the night, I'll say, Malmo aren't a Champions League team. They are nowhere near Benfica or Porto. That's why I don't buy this. We aren't ready, chat. We played really badly and got punished, and they were ahead in terms of fitness. I think you were elaborating that, Scotty, weren't you? I just... He's... he's, uh, Yeah, I agree with him. That's yeah. what I said. Just that it is just what it is, and we've seen better Rangers teams get put out by worse teams at this stage of the season because of that. And look, if we want to be serious about this, we can actually look at the league format and, and change it. But for some reason, we like to keep aligned 
to the English league as much as possible because if we change that, we're not as serious as, as the English league or other leagues. We need to start focusing on ourselves, but that's another chat for another day. Yeah, yeah. But I think we'll wrap that up tonight, guys, but I think it was just nice to look at a convincing win, what goals, clean sheet, and a bit more positivity, would you say? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but last season it was full of positivity, but this season we weren't, we weren't more of the same. And, but at the end of the day, we'll lose our draw, Brian. We're always going to be here talking about Rangers because that's what we do and that's what we love. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Well, thanks everybody for joining us tonight. Uh, a bit of a more upbeat uh, pod tonight. So thanks for joining us. And we'll be back this week with another show. I can't remember if it's Thursday or Friday. I think it's Thursday. Um, no, we're on Friday, aren't we? So Sunday, sorry. Sunday pod after the... Brian, don't commit to anything. Just say we'll be back later. Just don't commit. <laughs> I'm trying to build it up so everybody tunes in. But yeah, we'll be back soon. And uh, well, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Podcast Network.